right. I don't know who couldn't move Woo. after listening to that music. Holy cow, that'll get you moving. All right, kids. If each of you can take a seat. I'm going to catch my breath. If anyone has any of those light-up balls after the service, just bring them up here afterwards. Woo! Wow, those songs really say a lot. And I think what I found um, with the kids is that um, when we play them over and over again and they get a chance to have the lyrics actually sink in, it's one of the reasons why I post these songs on Facebook, so that as moms and dads, if you play them for your kids, sometimes it's really fun. I think Chris and Rachel got back, back there were really getting into it, which is awesome. So I thank you for that. So we are going to move to our opening transmission. So this is a video that we use. One, two, one, two. Oh, hi, super kids. You snuck up on me. I just got back from the fridge, as you can see. If you're like me, you look in the fridge about 10 times a day. Sometimes I go there when I'm not even hungry. Do you do that too? Today I was there on trip number three, and I noticed something. There were all sorts of magnets holding important messages on the fridge. I know, you probably have the same thing on yours at home. So what? Well, those magnets made me think of our theme today, faith. Faith just means believing that what you hope for will actually happen. Did you know that faith is like a magnet? When you point your faith in the right direction, it will stick to whatever you're hoping for. And if you're like me, you are hoping for some great things. So get ready to use your faith magnet today and stay tuned. All right. Oh my God, we got to do the memory verse. In a minute. Yep, in a minute. We got the memory verse. Okay, so every Super Kid lesson has a memory verse. That's the theme for the lesson. Uh, and this is our memory verse for today. It's from Hebrews 11.1. 1. So I'm going to read it out loud. And then we'll all read it together, okay, kids? Okay? So faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Hebrews 11, 1. Okay, so kids, will you say it with me? You ready? Faith is the confidence for that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Perfect. Okay, Nicole, we'll move on. What's next, kids? Game time! Game time! Game time is next, that's right. You think so? Well, I'm going to hand off the microphone to Miss Priscilla. She's going to lead you in game time, and I'm going to help, okay? Okay. Right. So as you can see... The title of the game is, What Do You See? Okay. And uh, you also see that I'm a hot mess, but I'm overcoming that. <laughs> I don't want to get in front of the kids here. But I need adult super, uh, participation. So I need two adults. Come on, Seth. Give me a lady. Come on, Rachel. <laughs> you good with it? Rachel. She raised her hand, and then I saw it drop. <laughs> you good with it? 
Okay. And I need two kids. Let's see. <laughs> you gotta sit down. Sit down. Let's go with Marcelina. And I need a big kid, William. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is I need one adult and let's say Rachel and William. I need you two to go outside that door. Don't look in. No peeking. And don't listen to what we're doing in here, okay? And then I'll have somebody, I'll have Deb will go and get you when it's your turn. All right. No peeking. <laughs> All right, so now you are going to be blindfolded, and Marcelina will help you when it comes to the whiteboard, okay? And what you're going to do is, well, hold on, don't blindfold me up. We're going to take a look at what's on the table, and you get to look for 45 seconds. No, they don't get to look. Yeah, they get to look. They get to look for 45 seconds, Okay. <laughs> All right, so you got your timer? Uh, yeah. Marcelina, you're going to get to look, and Seth, you look at that table, okay? You have 45 seconds to look at what's on the table and try to memorize what you see, okay? It's okay. No, right now, you get to do it with your eyes, okay? You ready? You're a champion. Set, go. What's on this table? Don't say it, okay? And nobody in the crowd, you can't help them when they're blindfolded. You can look, Marcelina. You can look. Uh-huh. You can look at the stuff. You see that? See this and these other things? I won't say what they are. Can you help me cover that up when the time's up, please? Okay. How much more time do we have? Ten. Ten more seconds. You ready to cover it up? All right. Let's cover it up. Tell them, We got this. Yeah, I did do a little bit backwards, but that's okay. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> okay, now we're going to blindfold. Now we're going to blindfold you. So I did a little backwards, but it's okay. It's still going to be fun. Got to shake, shake, shake. Oop, hold that on your iPhone hand. You got it? Can you breathe? Okay. Okay. So there's a little twist to this. All right. So Seth, come over here. And Marcelina, go over there. God brings wisdom. When you ask for it, even when you mess up, He gives you a way out. All right. So now you guys get to feel what's on the table, and you have one minute, or you have 45 seconds to feel what's on the table. And you gotta, you got to remember what it is. No peeking because you're going to write it on the whiteboard. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it says, what do you see? So you're going to be trying to look and see with your hands. Okay? Not with your eyes. Are we ready? Hold on now. Jump the gun. Ready? Set. Go. You can play some game music if you like. Whatever you want. All right. You only got a minute now.
Yeah. All right, you got 30 seconds. <laughs> Ready, set, time. All right, stop feeling. No more feeling. We're going to cover the table. Cover the table. Don't, don't uncover your eyes. Put that down. Quit playing. <laughs> okay, now you can uncover your eyes, Seth and Marcelina. Do you want to help her write on the board? I will. Okay, so you have one minute. That's all you get to write on the board what you saw with your hands. Sorry, I'm trying to get out the way here. All right. Who do y'all think is going to win here? I think I think she's got it in the bag. She's one sharp cookie, Seth. Not saying you're not sharp either, okay? That's okay. If it's wrong, you don't get the point. <laughs> All right. You can't tell. You can't tell what you saw. No, we only have time just for two runs through this this time. But we can play it another time. Okay? All right. I wasn't timing, so we're just going to guess. You guys got 15 seconds. Y'all run a countdown when we're to 10. Ready, set, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right, pencils down. All right, how many did we get for Seth? What'd you get? You got a gun, sir. They got us to spell correctly. Let's see how many points he has. But we want Rachel and William to hear either, so. So we got a gun. We got a gun. We got a sword. Okay. Did we get a spring? Yep. There's bean. Yep. Tractor. Snake or worm? Yep. Yep. Cowboy hat. Let's see what you got. So we found a ruler, right? And a spring. And some Q-tips. And a frisbee. And a dinosaur. All right, and she got she got five. She got five. All right, so we're gonna put six and five, and then here's it. Thank you, thank you so much. Good job, Marcelina. You can go ahead and have a seat, honey. No, you're competing against each other. No, you're competing. You and Rachel are 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 in this. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, thank you. Yep. Sorry about the dead time. <laughs> we usually have music going. The kids are always jumping all around us, so it's never this quiet in Super Kids, guaranteed. <laughs> all right, so here we come, contestants number two, Rachel and William. Come on down. Right. Um, what do you see? It's all right. You don't have to use your eyes. That's cool. So the name of the game is What Do You See? And okay. okay, let's reveal, and y'all can take a look at the table. Uh huh. Yep. There we go. And you got. Will you help me, please? Thank you. You got. I love the audience participation here. <laughs> you only have 45 seconds to. I'm gonna shorten it. 30 seconds to memorize what you see on here. Okay. All right, you have 20 more seconds. Shh. 
All right, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Don't turn around. Don't turn around. Okay, can you cover it back up, please? Thank you, Rebecca. All right. Now we get to blindfold you. Yay! I'll do Rachel's. So, are you really nervous now? No. I know, because you're sharp. I'm so ready. Yeah. Make sure I don't suffocate you. We're going to lead you. Now turn this way and do the hokey pokey and yeah. Do the table swap. All right. All right, now what you're going to do, a couple more steps. One, two, three, four, here we go. Okay, now you have 45 seconds when we remove the blanket to see with your hands, okay? And memorize what you've seen because you're going to write it on the board. You ready? You set? Go. Don't, don't say it out loud. Okay, don't say it out loud what you see, okay? And don't tell them. All right, 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, you got that one. I know you've got that one. That's a given. All right, we've got 50, 20 seconds. Ready? For the countdown, sit. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and done. All right, don't, don't uncover yet. Okay, let's cover the tables up. All right. All right, we covered up? Okay, now you can take your blindfold off. And we got an adult side and a super kid side. Now, hold on. You only get one minute. Go ahead and get where you need to be. One minute to write what you saw with your hands. Ready, set, go. Woo wee! Seth, Seth, I picked you a good one. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that I did not pick you. God is good. <laughs> <laughs> all right 30 seconds if you want to after you write down what you saw with your hands for a bonus go ahead and write down what you saw with your eyes <laughs> i lost sight of the second hand <laughs> all right we got 10 9 8 7 6 5 Four, three, two, one. Markers down. All right. So let's see. How many did they get? Thank you so much for your help. Okay. All right. We've got anointing oil. Okay. Paper towels. Yep. Dinosaur. Yep. A wheel. What do we say? Oh, the wheel. Good job. Okay. 
I'm glad I'm not the one trying here. Um, a sword. Yep, got the sword. Uh, my magic eight ball. How did she know it was a magic eight ball? <laughs> Electric toy. Oh, I see the giveaway. Electronic. Oh, oh, yes. Very good. All right. Uh, Benjamin Ratchet. Oh, Badgammon. I am so glad that God is <laughs> Okay, so we got eight, and we got a tennis. We got a basketball. Is there a basketball? Okay. A Rubik's Cube. Oh, yes. And an arrow. All right. So we've got, all right. So adult number two and a super kid number two and four. How'd they even out? I'm not even going to attempt to do math because I'm just not doing good here. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right. Way to go, kids. Thank you for your participation. All right. Take your seats. So, so for the final word, the whole purpose of doing this lesson is that we can see things without using our eyes. While the super kids were touching objects and the adults... On the table, they were seeing the objects in their minds. This reminds us that we can see things in our hearts before we actually see them with our eyes. Just like Hebrews 11.1. 1. Let's go ahead and read it again. You ready, kids? It's right up here. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Thank you. Now we're back to Deb in just a moment. Got set up a little bit. Your mic is on, so don't talk. All right, Mr. Steven, if you would join us, please. This, this mic is for Steven. What do you call a fish with no eye? Fish. Can you see? Yes. It's a William joke from yesterday. Oh, okay. What cue is it? Thank you, yeah. I'm going to sue them for copyright infringement. Man, why can I, why can I not have faith? Did I just hear someone say they wanted faith? Who said that? I'm so glad you asked. I'm Faith Man! <laughs> Able to move mountains with a word of faith. Faithful partner to Hope Man. And an amazing gift to help kids like you. I'm Faith Man! You already said that. I know, it's so fun to say. You should try introducing yourself like that sometime. I'm Steven! <laughs> See? Yeah, I guess. So tell me, Steven, why so gloomy? Why so down in the dumps? Why so sad? Well, last week I prayed. And my prayer didn't get answered. I guess I, I just don't have any faith. Hold it right there, man. You don't have any faith? Code red, we have an emergency. No faith zone reported. I repeat, we've hit a no faith zone. Okay, the good news is you're still alive. 
Of course I'm still alive. I'm not dead. I just said I didn't have any faith. Well, you'd be surprised how many people without faith faith in life. Moving on. Next question. Have you asked Jesus into your heart? Well, yeah. Phew. Hope man, come in. This is faith man. Call off the no faith zone alert. We have a false alarm. Good news, my man. You do have faith. I do? How do you know? Because I'm faith man. Actually, that's not how I know. I know because the Super Kid Manual tells us that God gave faith as a gift to every believer. Well, then he must have given me a really small amount of faith. Wrong again. Every person gets the same amount of faith. Nobody gets a head start, and nobody gets left out. Well, if that's so, then why didn't my prayer work? First things first. There's some things you need to know about faith. Faith and patience are a team, like peanut butter and jelly. By faith and patience, you receive God's promises. You need to read Hebrews 6.12. So why didn't my prayer work? Okay, uh, let me see if I can make it easier for you to understand. Let me think. You need to be patient and let faith do its job. But I'm still not so sure that I have the same amount of faith as everybody else. My friend Martin, he's been a Christian since he was three. I just got saved last year. He's got to have more faith than I do. Nope. Well, pastor, pastor knows the Bible so well, he has to have more faith than I do. Negative, false, wrong, oops, ixnay, and uh. Anything else? Well, there's one more thing. I don't have any special talents, except for my amazing dancing abilities, <laughs> like a lot of other people do. Are you sure they don't have more faith than me? Sure is that cape on my back right there, Stephen? Romans 12.3 says that God has given every person the same amount of faith. Now what you do with it, that's up to you. Hmm. Well, thanks, Faith Man. I, I feel better already. Now that I know I have faith, I'm not going to give up on my prayer. I'm just going to keep on believing. That's the spirit. Can I ask what you prayed for? Never to have to pay taxes again. Well, all I can say is, get used to praying. But before I go, let me give you some awesome faith man advice. Pray what God's word says, and you'll get the answer you're looking for every time. So long, Stephen. Until next time, I'm Faith Man! I know I'm not Nicole, but it's offering time! Woohoo! Yeah! That's what we like. All right. I don't, I'm not sure I need a microphone right now. I'm going to hold it down here. Seems so loud. All right. And you guys are being extra super. Y'all are doing really, really good in here. Thank you. So, our offering. Do y'all know what the offering is? You know what tithes and offerings are? Your tithe is 10% of your increase, right? Okay, it's one out of ten. Here you go. We'll use something. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Shiloh. And the offering is anything above your tithe. Okay? So we have two scriptures. The first one is Matthew 6, 31 through 32. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? 
Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. And the second is Malachi 3.10. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven and for you and for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more no more need. Would y'all like a blessing to where there is no more need? Yeah. Everybody would love that, right? Adults and kids alike, right? All right. So, let's look at an example. Deb, will you help me be in an example? All right. So, nope, not yet. So the candy represents your increase, okay? I got 10 pieces of candy in here. And according to God's word, I obey and I give a tenth back as my, as my tithe, but I also search my heart for anything that God would have me to give in over my tithe, which is my offering, right? So I'm going to give my tithe. Here's my 10%. I give that back. And I ask God, and I take a minute, even through the week. You don't have to wait till Sunday. You know, ask God, what would you have me give over and above my tithes? And then God will speak to you, and he'll tell you, you know, right now, I'm getting four. And God will talk to you, and he'll show you, and he'll tell you. You're not, nobody's going to be left out, okay? Nobody be left out. So do you kind of get the example? All right, so I need two kids. Two kids. You know what? Let's bring the Bivens boys up here. They brought an offering today, so we'll go ahead and we'll bring them up. All right. And I need one more. I'm sorry, I need three kids. So you pick. Thank you. Okay. So, Miss Deb's going to give you some candy. Okay. You can sit down if you want to on the floor, lay it out, look at it. Look at it, think about it. And with thinking about the offering, okay, and what your tithes and your offering is, you, know, you guys remember? What is the tithe? Okay, we got 10, we got 10, and we got 10. Now, earlier I explained that the tithe is 1 out of 10, right? So that keeps the math easy for 10%. So that's what the Bible teaches us to give 10% back, right? So one thing I would say is to think about that and search your heart. Would you give your best out of the candy that you have or your worst back to God? So you decide your 10% and you bring it over to Miss Deb. And then, just the 10%. Yep. And then come back and sit down. Just the 10% right now, Jacob. Okay, it's one out of 10. So just one piece for right now. All right. So I got two Hershey bars and a Kit Kat bar. And that's serious for kids to give that up. Right? So they picked good. That's they picked like wisely. Gold. <laughs> I know. It's gold. 
Good job, kids. So let's close our eyes, okay? And let's search our hearts, okay? Lord, right now, thank you that you provide everything that we need in this life, Lord, whether it be financial, food, clothing on our back, every good thing is from you. So right now, Lord, these boys are seeking where you would lead them in an offering over and above. And God, they know that there's no pressure if they are not led to give then in, in an offering, then they know that it's just not time for them to lead to give an offering. But as they are led, God, and as you give them a number of what to give back and exactly what to give back, God, we thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Did y'all get something? You got to talk to you? Okay. Who's going to give some candy away in their offering? All right. Okay, now as God led you, go ahead and share with your super kid friends. Okay? Go ahead. You can get up. Maybe you want to give a piece to one of the kids that didn't get a piece of candy, okay? Thank you so much for helping. All right. So Malachi 3.10, again. It says, bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. This is the only place in God's word that tells us he will prove it. He says to test him. Put him to the test. Cadets, super kids. Let God prove to you how good and faithful he is. The tithe belongs to him and the rest is ours. Now that's a true sign that he loves and blesses us big time. Amen. We're going to move on to the lesson transmission, which is a little bit longer transmission. It's all right. Remember, we usually have to go through these. We do our praise and worship up front. One, two, one. Welcome back, cadets. Today, Cadet Brooke is going to read a question from one of our super kids around, around the, the world. world. Actually, Commander Dana, this one's for you. Well, here it is. Dear Commander Dana, ever since I was four years old, I've always wanted to be a professional football kicker. But my coach says not to get my hopes up. Nobody from a little town like ours ever make it. Is it wrong to get my hopes up? From Jake Pearson, Montana. Definitely not, Jake. In fact, hope is an important part of making your dreams come true. Since you love football, I'll explain it this way. What you're hoping for is like the football goal. In order to get your football through the goal, you have to aim. Now, faith is what aims the ball towards the goal. And the right God-filled words are the powerful kick that sends the ball sailing right through the goalpost. With hope, faith, and God-filled words working together, you'll score every time, no matter where you live. Commander Dana, do you have time for one more question? I think so. What is it? Well, what if there's a super kid that's hoping for 5,000 lizards, but their parents said no? Would their faith work then? One thing we should do when we're hoping for something, Cadet Brooke, is to make sure that our dream is God's dream. Because when they are, then God loves to see those come to pass every time. Oh. 
Well, what's the matter? You sound disappointed. That's good news. Yeah, I know. I just think the super kid really likes lizards. And it's probably going to be a little bummed to hear that it's not God's dream for her life and that her fate's not going to work for that. So you must be pretty good friends with this super kid to know that much about her. <laughs> yeah, about as close as we can get. Wow, do I know her? Yes, sir. Well, maybe if you tell me who she is that I could cheer her up a little bit. Well, how would you do that? Well, I'd tell her not to be disappointed. God's dreams for her are so exciting that one step on his path will make 5,000 lizards seem like nothing. Great. Thanks, Commander Dana. That makes me feel so much better. I mean, that will make my friend feel a lot better. Don't worry, Cadet Brooke. Your secret's safe with me. I don't blame you for wanting lizards. They are pretty cool. And maybe God's dream for you is not to have 5,000 lizards, but who knows? He might just give you a few of them for fun. <laughs> now, super kids, bring your hearts to attention to find out more about aiming faith towards your hopes and dreams. All right, kids, what is it now? Word time. word time! That's right, it's word time. And what do we do when it's word time? We tell a story. Well, we use what? That's right. So why don't you guys come up and kind of sit on the floor? Okay, Judah and Shiloh, I think you guys brought your Bibles, right? There you go. Jake? If anyone needs a Bible, there should be some tucked in front of the chairs in front of you, or if you need one, just raise your hand and we'll make sure that you get one. Okay? All right. Does everyone have one? Yeah? get all my stuff situated. How are y'all doing? Are you doing good? Is everyone having fun today? Is it fun letting the adults see that what we do every Sunday? Yeah? Okay, so today, what is the thing that we're talking about? No, what, what is the faith? Absolutely, we're talking about faith. Okay, so the first place we're going to go in our Bibles is James 1.17. Who can tell me if James is in the Old Testament or the New Testament? Which is it, Rachel? It's in the New Testament. Perfect. Right? So let's find it in the... I, sorry. Yeah, in the New Testament. So let's find James 1.17. Okay, can you guys find James 1.17? For those of you that find it first, if you can help the other kids, that would be great. For you adults, um, one thing that I've been led on doing with the super kids is making sure that they actually get their hands on the Bible. 
I used to read the verses to them for word time, but I've, I've found and had leading over time that it's very critically important that they actually get their hands on the word. So we're going to take the time to let them get to where these scriptures are because we think it's really critically important. If you're wanting to get at the scriptures that we're going to cover today, we actually have them up on the website. So if you go to boomerangchurch.org, um, in the notes section, you'll see that Brian has, has the notes up there. They're not on the handouts today, but they are online. Okay? Okay, who's, who is at James 1.17? Uh, I'm trying to get there. Okay, William, can you help the others? Rachel, can you help the others? I got it too. Here. Where's the mic? Alexis? Does anyone know the page number? I know it's 735. Okay. Okay, James 1.17. The second number was 17. So we're going to look for 1 as the big number, and then we're going to look for 17 as the little number. Oh, there's James. James 1. And then you find the little 17. I found it! Yay, I'm so glad, Shiloh. Okay, I think... Judah is still looking for it, Shiloh. Can you help him? James 1, 17. Okay, and then find the little 17. Who would like to read the verse? I want to. Rachel, right. We'll read it once, we, once everyone gets there. Quiet, everyone. Okay. So William's helping Judah, and once they're ready, we'll be ready to go. Nope, it's over here, Alexis. I found it! Way down here. Where is it? 16, you want to look for the little bitty 17. Here it is. It's way down here. Okay. Way down at the bottom. Judah, you got it? Okay. Yep. It's down at the bottom of the first column. Okay. All right, so Rachel is going to read our scripture verse. So Rachel, if you would read it for me. Whatever is a good and perfect gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens, he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. That's right. So every good and perfect gift comes from God, right? Isn't that what that verse said? And he never changes or casts a shadow. That's right. Okay, so this is an important critical verse before we move on to talk about faith, right? It's important to know that every good and perfect gift comes from God, right? It's also important to know that God never changes. He never changes, nor does he cast a shadow, right? He never casts a shifting shadow. And what is a shifting shadow? Oh, I know, I know. Evil! 
I love you, Shiloh. William, what is, he does not cast a shifting shadow. What does that mean? Right, he always is looking right at you because if he were to turn his face even a little bit, shadows would start to form, right? He doesn't. He's always looking right at you. So he never changes or nor casts a shifting shadow. So I saw a post on Facebook, actually, um, maybe about 10 days ago, and it was, it was really interesting. So William, will you shine this light? Will you come up here? Shine this light on the board? So I have a little um, lighter here. thought this was interesting. Stand on the side a little bit, William, and aim it. If I put this here, can you all see the light? Can you see the shadow of the light? Nope. Can you see the stick, though, that's holding the light? And if I move the stick, you can still see the shadow of the stick, right? Because that's physical. That's in the flesh. But can you see the shadow of the light? Can you really? I can't. If I move this, we can see the stick, but the shadow for the light never changes, does it? So the light, the fire that's coming off the end of this, it never casts a shadow. It's a lot like God. Okay, so this is a really good example, a way to understand that God never changes. Okay? All right. So now we know that every good and perfect gift comes from God, and we know that he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. All right, now the next verse is Romans 12, 3. So Romans 12, 3. So I wrote it up on the board for you guys so you can see it. So when you find, is Romans in the Old or the New Testament? New. New Testament, that's right. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, and? Romans. Romans, that's right. So when you find it, good, Rachel. If you can help the others find it too. So when you find Romans, find the big 12 and the little bitty three. Has everyone found Romans? I have. 12.3. Jake, have you found it? Yep, you got it. Who, all, who else needs to find it? Judah? Okay. Okay. Shiloh, you can read this scripture, but we have to wait for your brother to get there. Yes. Okay. Shiloh is going to read this verse, Priscilla. Can you see it? <coughs> Hello? <laughs> You're on. <laughs> but better than your really are be earth horizon in your event of your because 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 of the privilege of the privilege mission and forty by are God has given. So because of the privilege and authority God has given me, your me, mm -hmm. you are I give each of you this warning. Mm -hmm. Don't take don't think don't think you are better, better than you really are. Mm -hmm. 
be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Yourselves, ma. Measuring. Measuring. Yourselves by the faith Faith. of God, given has given us. Very good. Okay. No, no, no. no. Shiloh. Nope, Rachel's going to read next. Okay, so we're going to talk about Romans 12. So I'm going to read it in a little bit of a different, in a different translation because it speaks to what we want to talk about today. Okay, so I'm going to read. Hold on, Alexis, we're almost there. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of yourself than he ought, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. And the important piece of that is the last phrase. As God has allotted to each a measure of faith. That means that everybody gets a measure of faith from God. Okay? So we're going to put that up here. So Romans. See if I can get my marker. So everyone receives a measure of faith. That means everybody gets some. Do you guys remember when Mr. Stephen was up here and he was upset because he didn't think he had any faith? Right? And faith man came and told him that everybody gets a measure of faith, right? So here's the scripture that backs that up. It's Romans 12, 3. Okay? So now we're going to talk about how do, you, how do you get this, how do you grow your faith? Right? So now that we know that we have faith, let's talk about how we grow our faith. Okay? You do? Okay, so that's all good. So let's talk about how you are going to grow your faith. I will have 100 million plans for that. You do? Well, we are going to look up in the Bible to see what God says about growing our faith, okay? So we are going to look at Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. Okay, so can everyone find Romans 10, 17? So Rachel Presley is going to read this one. Judy, you can read the next one, okay? So wait, has everyone found it? Josephine, do you have it? Do you have it? No, Rachel's going to read this one. Yep. So we're going to stay in Romans 10, 17. Okay. So Rachel is helping Alexis. 681. Yep, there we go. Romans 10, 10. It is right, right, right there, Alexis, okay? So Rachel Presley is going to read this one. It's a really short one, but it's very important. Sure. So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. That's right. So how do we grow our faith? By hearing. By hearing the good news of Christ. Amen, Shiloh. Rock on, brother. That's right. 
So faith comes by hearing. Where do you hear the Word of God? No, you read the Word of God in the Bible, right? That's close. So what, what do you hear with? Your ears. And where, what, what kinds of places do you go where you can hear the Word of God? William. Church. That's right. Church. Okay. Well, where else can you hear the word of God? Joseph. Shh. Shiloh. Josephine. At a concert where there's a preacher preaching. Okay. Yep. That's another place. Anywhere else where we can hear the word of God? I know. I know. I know. In heaven. <laughs> yep. When we're all in heaven, we will hear the word of God. That's right. And we'll have enormous faith. Right? Because we'll be in heaven. Okay. So faith comes from hearing the word of God. So what's the important point for all of you kids? That you need to make sure that you're aware so that you can hear the word of God. Because William, Shiloh. Shh, shh, shh. Right, so it's very important to come and be in Super Kids every Sunday, right? It's also very important that you and your parents sit down and you read the Bible together, right? Because that's another place where you can hear the word of God. Okay? So we should be taking out our Bibles at home. We should be talking about the word of God with our parents, right? Or brothers and sisters. Okay, because that's another, that's a really important place to hear the word of God, right? Judah just winked at me. <laughs> it's an important place, I agree with you. All right, so we know, now let's go back and review. So every good and perfect thing comes from God, right? And he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. And everyone receives a measure of faith from God, right? And we grow that faith by hearing the word of God, Okay. Now, I'm going to read out of James. Can you guys find James? We're going to go to James 2. Yep. James 2. Is James in the Old or the New Testament? Wow, we're kind of sticking in the New Testament today, aren't we? Yep. Two and twenty-six. James two and twenty-six. All right, this is a little short verse, so I'm actually I'm going to have Judah read this one. James two and twenty-six. James. Not Second Thessalonians. We're looking for James. It's hard. I know, but we're practicing. Yep. Titus, Hebrews, Peter. James. Seven thirty-six. Okay. James two. And 26, that little bitty verse there at the end. Hold on. Your brother's going to read it. All right, is everyone there? Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Hold up, Judah. Is everyone there? Yeah. All right. Lay it on us, Judah. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without God's work. Good works. Yep. So just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. So what is that telling us about faith? Well, 
are knocking it out of the park today, buddy. That's awesome. That's right. So faith without works is dead. So what do we have to do to continue to build and grow our faith? We have to do right things, right? Right actions. We need to act the way God would have us act. Right? So this is a whole path we got to follow about faith. Okay, we have one last scripture verse, and then we'll demonstrate how this all works, okay? Nope. Josephine, you can read the last verse. The last verse is Galatians 6, 9. You tell me, is Galatians in the New or the Old Testament? New! New! Okay, so we're going to find Galatians. Do you want to go back to the old, Josephine? All right, Galatians 6 and 9. Galatians. Galatians 6 and 9. Oh, Galatians is way in the New Testament. Galatians 6 and 9. Find the little 9. Okay. We there? You did? Okay. All right, Josephine is going to read Galatians 6 and 9. So the little bitty 9. Mm-hmm. Little bitty, itty bitty 9. Oh, all right, let's help you find it. So Galatians, here you go. Galatians, the big six, and then the little bitty nine. You got it? Okay, well, look for the little bitty nine. We'll see. We'll see. You ready, Josephine? Okay, is everybody there? Okay, Josephine's going to read it for us. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing we, if we don't give up. That's right. So, let's not get tired when we keep doing good things. That right? sounds great. You think so? Yeah? Do you get tired some... Shiloh, can I get your attention? Do you get tired sometimes of going, doing good things? No? You always have a smile on your face when you do good things? Yes. Do you? Can I check with your mom and dad and ask? Sometimes I do. Sometimes you do. Now the story changes. Okay? So we can do not get weary. What does weary mean? Weary can be a big know, word for I kids. Know, I know. Weary means like get very, 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 very tired. That's right. Getting weary means getting very tired. Do not get weary. In well-doing. 
You're going to hear some people say that, right? Don't get weary in well-doing. That means don't run out of energy, don't lose your smile, don't lose your joy, right? Keep doing, right? Faith without good works is dead. So you want to keep building your faith, right? So you, ha- you can't get weary in well-doing when you're doing those good things, right? Because we want what we hope for. That's the whole part of the message today, right? Is we want to grow our faith so that we can get what we hope for. So let's talk about an example, right? And Commander Dana talked about it in his lesson today. And these are magnets. Have you guys ever played with magnets? Okay. Oops. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. They won't. Just a little one. Yeah. A little one. Marcelina. There's a little one. Okay. Can you guys stick them together? Will they stick together? Oh. But on the other side, it doesn't. Isn't that funny? Oh. Yep. Keep dropping stuff here. Here you go, Alexis. Oh, you got a magnet. Who didn't get a magnet? Did everyone get a magnet? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Oh, I, well, thank you. Okay, so what we're going to do is you guys are playing with all these, right? And it's fun to play with magnets. What kinds of things do, do magnets attract? Metal. Okay, so I brought some paper clips. Can you guys try to attract some paper clips? Does it stick to the table? How many paper clips can you guys attract? Here you go. You attracted another magnet. Look at that. Look at there. There you go. Here you go, Marcelina. Wow. Wow. Okay. Do you guys see all these paper clips? Whoa, Jake. Okay. Has everyone picked up all their paper clips? Uh huh. Now, we're going to do a little exercise, okay? Can I get everyone's attention? Can I get everyone's eyes, please? Can I see everyone's eyes? Can I see everyone's eyes? Alexis, can I see your eyes? Okay, what I want you to do is take one paper clip, set down your magnet, I want you to pick one paper clip. Okay, I want you to look at that paper clip, pick your favorite color, or doesn't matter, just grab a paper clip. Can I have your eyes back on me, please? You got one, your one paper clip. Judah, do you have your paper clip? Put your magnet down, please, and pick up your paper clip. Okay, does everyone have their paper clip in their hand? All right, I'd like you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine that paper clip as being something that you're hoping for. Something that you really, really want. Something that you hope for, right? Maybe it's a trip with your family. Maybe it's that your mommy and daddy get a different job or maybe get a job that's higher paying. Or maybe it's you want to grow a certain kind of flower in your garden. Or maybe you want to go swimming in the pool. Or Shiloh wants a pet dragon. We all may have to stand with him and believe for that. Shh. Okay. 
I want you guys to close your eyes and I want you to really concentrate, okay? Feel your paper clip, think about your paper clip, and I want you to imagine that that paper clip is something that you're hoping for, okay? I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about that, okay? All right. Have you all got it? Have you got it in your minds, what it is that you're hoping for? A dragon. Do you? Judah, do you have yours? Okay, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Now, what I want you to do is set that magnet uh, or that paper clip out in front of you. I want you to set it in front of you. Okay, this is the thing that you're hoping for, right? Guess what's going to bring that thing you're hoping for to you? No? And what is the magnet that we've been talking about today? Faith. Faith. Your faith is a magnet that's going to suck that thing you're hoping for towards you. So I want you to take your magnet, and I want you to attach that paper clip to your magnet. Can you guys catch your paper clip? You caught it. You brought it to you. That's awesome. Okay? That's right. So let me circle, right? So your magnet is your faith. So, guess what? Your magnet gets more powerful when you... When you what? Your magnet gets more powerful when you hear the word of God. Look at that. And guess what? Faith gets stronger when you do good works. Right? And you say the words that God would have you say. Right? And most importantly... When you don't get tired of doing the good works, your faith keeps growing and growing. So let me show you. This is a kind of a, this is a very unique magnet. Have any of you guys ever seen a magnet like this before? Yes? Okay. So this is, a, the, the magnet's on the end of this. Okay. So if I catch, okay, so I've caught two paper clips. But what's great about this magnet, have a seat, Judah. What's great about this magnet is it really demonstrates what we're talking about today. Because guess what? When I come to church on Sundays and on Wednesdays and I listen to and Stephen and I talk about God at home, guess what? My faith magnet grows. When I say right words and I act the way God would have me act, guess what? My faith grows. Right? When I don't get weary in well-doing and I don't get tired and I keep pressing forward and doing good things and saying good things, guess what? My faith grows. Look at that. So now the thing that I'm hoping for that's way over there, guess what? I get it that much faster. Isn't that neat? Right? See if I can attach it. Look at there. Okay. Now, let me ask you guys a question. What do you think happens when you stop coming to church? It gets smaller. <gasps> it gets shorter. What do you think happens when you stop acting like God would have you act? When you say when you say bad words, right? Or you're mean to your brother or you're mean to someone at school, what happens? It gets shorter. That's right. So see, it's in our hands. It's in our control to grow our faith, right? We grow our faith by hearing the word of God, by acting like God, right? And by not getting weary and well-doing, right? Being patient and waiting, right? So 
Do you guys remember from when we studied the fruits of the Spirit? Do you all remember the definition of patience? Yes. I bet Jake does. Jake was hollering it out. So here's the definition of patience. That's that whole not getting weary and well-doing. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Right? That's patience. Right? So what did you guys learn today? Can you guys tell me what you learned today? Patience! Rachel Wright. Rachel Wright, what did you learn today? Okay, we're going to get you the microphone so you can say it out loud to everybody. That everybody has faith, even if they don't think so. Everybody has the same amount of faith. That's right. Okay, what else did anybody learn? Judah. Judah, what did you learn today? Can you pass the microphone to Judah? Right here. Rachel's handing it to you. What did you learn today, Judah? It's on. That when uh, we do something good, uh, we, we're like a magnet that pulls something right to us. Our hopes, right? Pulls mm -hmm. our hopes towards us, right? Yep. Okay. Rachel Presley, what did you learn today? That's okay. Do the best you can. I learned that faith, um, if you're hoping for something that you want, faith will bring it to you. That's right. Perfect. Oh. Jade Stallings. What did you learn today? I learned that... Up a little closer. Every good gift comes from God. Very good. Perfect. Kathy, what did you learn today? I learned that um, faith comes by hearing the Word of God and studying it as well. Um, I actually learned a lot. Good. Great. Roger, what did you learn today? That Stephen's got to start being nicer to me. <laughs> okay. Everyone's got to learn something. George, what did you learn today? That everyone receives a measure of faith. Wonderful. See, look at that. We all learned something today. I'm going to share with you guys these magnets, too, so you can play with them. These are huge. Okay? So we're going to wrap up our lesson for today. I, wa I want to thank you all for being here. Um, I'm going to let Priscilla come up and share a couple of announcements, and then Nicole is going to come up and close us out for the day, okay? I put the wind-shaped stuff down somewhere. I don't have it, but I know it. All right, so July 6th through the 10th, we have Windshape Camp coming up. And that's where our kitties from, they have completed the first grade to the second grade, get to go and learn about God daily. And um, so any child that's completed first to sixth grade can go. The, uh, it's $199 for the week. And you can uh, sign up through stanleywindshapecamp.com. It's not too late. You can sign up all the way up until camp starts. And if you're two, three days late, that's fine, too. You can still come on. Um, okay, so um, most of you had heard that uh, Pastor has felt led to give a special offering towards the Windshape Camp. And the goal is $1,000. We want to send five kids to camp that can't go on their own. Um, 
You can note it on your offering envelope, and we'll get it to the camp. But again, as Pastor had said, that don't give on compulsion. If you are led by God to give towards this, then we want you to. If you're not, it's fine. There's no pressure at all. You want to sign up today. <laughs> sign your kids up today. And one thing we really need is we still need about 10 more volunteers. And when you volunteer, you're just going to help with the different crafts and different things that they're doing throughout the day. It's going to be Monday through Friday. Friday will be a half day. Parents can come and see what their kids have been doing all week long. I strongly encourage you to go. I'm going to be volunteering. And when you volunteer for these things, you'll grow also. It's not just for the kids, but by being there and being a blessing to the kids, you get blessed in return, and you learn in return also. That's why I love volunteering for the kids' events. So you can also sign up for volunteering at Stanley Windshape Camp, or stanleywindshapecamp.com. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you, Blathead. We also need volunteers that are just willing to do lifting and moving. So if you don't feel led necessarily to be in front of the classrooms with the kids, um, you can just move things or you can help transport lunches or that kind of thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's um, active with the kids that are attending the camp. So really, if you're led at all to volunteer or to donate, we would appreciate anything. And also, too, there's uh, some sign-up forms on the table over here. And you also got a flyer in your handout. So, And I want you to think about, even if you don't have a kid, is there a kid that you know? I said it before, months back. Have you all seen a kid? Do you know a kid? Everybody has seen or knows a kid. Tell them about it. Give their parent that flyer. Take an extra flyer. Give it to your neighbor. This is important for the rest of their lives. I know everybody in here, I know for myself that if I'd have learned when I was their age what I've learned along and up till now, I would have made a lot of different choices in my life. Amen. So why not sow into the children, the ones you see and the ones you don't see? Okay. Nicole? Priscilla, oh, she'll still need the I'm mic. Thinking you're hooked up now. You're hooked up now. Lit up. <laughs> Just to close on what um, Priscilla was saying, these camps are sometimes the only Jesus that these kids get. So many times, some of the parents, you know, they're looking for a babysitter, so they send these kids to camp. But what happens is, while these kids are there, they get the love of God, they get the teaching of God. So these are wonderful camps. It's. Um, sponsored by Chick-fil-A, so it's sponsored by a Christian company as well, and a bunch of the churches in the community are putting this on together. So this is a phenomenal group. Um, do you enjoy today? Enjoy the service? Super Kids Day is one of my absolute favorite days. Just to sit here and watch these kids get fed and interact, and if you didn't learn something today, it's because you weren't esteeming it and you weren't listening, because this is the Word of God. Just because it was put into a way that the kids can understand it doesn't make it any less powerful. Um, and in fact, sometimes it's more powerful that way because it's put in the way that they can understand it. It's, you know, there's no, the, none of the pretenses or anything else, you know, none of the things that make it complicated. It's just plain, you know, sort of like a plain hot dog. Sometimes it's just easier to chew that way. And this is a powerful message. This is one that every one of us need. Whether we are a new Christian or an old Christian, the lesson of faith is one we need to review time and time again because I don't see any of one of us here that look the way we want to look, that are walking the way we want to walk. So we need to listen to this faith message and esteem it. Um, 
But it's like Priscilla said, what if we'd have gotten it? Some of y'all may have, but what if we had gotten this kind of teaching, this kind of training as a kid and esteemed it? And not only got it in church, but then we went home and our parents backed it. How about that? How much more powerful would our childhood and our adulthood now have been? Mine would have been completely different. I would look completely different. I wasn't raised in church. I think I went to church maybe twice a year max. But Proverbs 22, 6 tells us, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is older, he won't depart from it. So I've got Abigail in the back. I've got Rachel here, and I've got Luke in the nursery. They're getting this training now, and where other moms are worrying and fearing about their future days, about their kids, and, you know, when their kids go to school and they go off to college and they, you know, get their driver's license, I don't have to do that because they've been raised with the firm foundation that the word speaks on, that these kids are hearing. And I know when they are tempted with the things of life, they're going to be able to look back and remember what Miss Deb or Miss Priscilla taught them. They're going to be able to remember what was on the board and circled. Faith, what was that? What was that? Oh, yeah. I don't care how it looks. It doesn't matter what college looks to Brooke when she starts. doesn't matter what life looks like if we lose a job or something. We just have to remember, don't get weary because God's word is true. That's what these kids are getting now. So lift them up in prayer. Lift these ladies up in prayer. Don't underesteem the children's ministry because I guarantee you it is one of the most important ministries in this and every other church. Because these little kids now, they may look cute. Some days they may look like you want to string them up by their toes. But these kids, they're tomorrow's leaders. These are pastors, preachers, teachers, evangelists, prophets. That's what we are looking at. And that's what these ladies are sowing into. Every one of you that volunteer in the nursery, that's what you are sowing into. When you sow your time, you are sowing into tomorrow's leaders that will pick people up out of the depths of hell. It's a phenomenal ministry. So lift them up in your prayers um, as you do. Thank you. I know y'all put a lot of time each and every week into these kids, and we, we appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, just a phenomenal lesson. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. J.D. and I were back there, and J.D.'s like, I'm getting a lot out of this. <laughs> he says, and I'm an adult. I was like, you should be. <laughs> yeah, I think Seth wants to come into Super Kids. <laughs> he is a Super Kid. <laughs> to announcements <laughs> all right we do before we close we do have a couple of announcements um tonight at five o'clock at saints delight church on wall road there is going to be a community gathering and prayer just for everything that's been going on in charleston and this week it's been just a week full of attacks and darkness and it's time for us to use that darkness as a contrast and be the light and Christians and churches and commun- from all around the community are gathering at Saints Delight Church to lift it up in prayer. And y'all, we can sit in our homes and we can scroll on Facebook and we can you know, fuss and moan and groan about it, but it's time that we stop moaning and groaning and do something about it. You may not be in Charleston, you may not be in Senate making the decisions, but your prayers are more powerful than the man sitting there. Amen. Your prayers are more powerful than the people behind the gun. 
Your prayers give them strength and break down the walls that need to be broken down. So it's time for us to join together and do that. And that is at 5 o'clock tonight. And then on Tuesday, ladies, it is Buma Chica's Night Out. Time to gather together with our ladies. Anybody watching on live stream? It's going to be at a new location. Make sure you let all of your friends know. Invite people. Just fill up your car and just bring them down there. It's going to be at 2nd Street Sundries. It's not at Glory Beans anymore from now on. Unless God tells us to move it somewhere else. It is at 2nd Street Sundries. They serve food and they serve drinks. So don't worry about feeding yourself. And the 12th. That is not next Sunday, but the following Sunday is our baptism. Just reminding everybody we're going to do a baptism and covered dish. If you have any desire or leading that you might need to be baptized or want to be baptized, come see one of the leaders of the church. Come see me or Deb or Barrett or Jeff's back in nursery and just ask us um, the details if you want to know it. There's a sign-up sheet in the back, but then we're also going to have a covered dish. Just start going through your cookbooks. Wednesday is going to be so much fun, y'all. Amen. Sorry, I got really excited and I just saw Wednesday. Wednesday is going to be, like, it's not going to be anything that you have ever seen. We're going to do something different. It's going to be fun. I know some of y'all get home from work and don't feel like coming to church on Wednesday. But y'all want to come on Wednesday. God will give you the energy you need. He will give you the time you need. Wednesday is going to be good. And I am just telling y'all that this is a message you need. And it's going to be fun. And last but not least, after this service is over in just a minute, everybody needs to attack hug Miss Priscilla because her birthday is on Friday. Uh-huh. Well, you need to stay up here. Amen. All right. At the end, if anybody is new, we are going to have Barrett and George in the corner. If anybody needs prayer, they can go to them as well. They will minister to you, give a gift. Vaz family, we have a gift for y'all we would love to bless you with. Um, so they'll be over there by the bookshelf thingy, my Bob. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love and your blessings. We thank you for the anointed women who led this service today. And Lord, we thank you for each and every one of these kids that participated. We thank you for their, their love and their passion. Lord, in the mornings when we ask for volunteers at the adult service, we have to pull them. But these kids are eager, eager to be a part of your word just hungry to learn about you, to get the answers out, to be a part of this lesson. And Lord, I just pray that we as adults will learn from them, that we will learn about that excitement again of interacting with you, our Diddy. And Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for that fire and that passion that is so alive in them. And we thank you that it just keeps burning brighter and brighter, that it doesn't diminish, but it, it's contagious that we adults around here can just catch a hold of some of that youthful passion that they have. And Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that no matter how it's delivered, it's strong. It is our sword. It is going to get us through each and every day, each and every week, as we minister your love and we don't grow weary in well-doing, but we stand on that faith that we've heard about today. We thank you for it, Lord. So, Father, we just pray your blessings on this week and on each and every person that's here, each and every person watching on live stream. We thank you that they have gleaned something from this message that they will use throughout the week and be able to share with others. And we praise you for it, Lord. We praise you, pray your blessing on this week that your will would be done, that in the contrast of all that darkness, your light will shine through each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. Have a good week. Turned into wine Open the eyes of the